Welcome to another episode of It's Your Journey Podcast with me, Shamaria. I'm so excited to be here today. No matter what y'all think, how I'm sounding, I'm really excited to be here. But your girl is tired. Your girl has been working literally every day. Um, and I'm just tired. Like, I just kind of just want to relax, but equally feel like I need to be at work. So praise God for that. How are you guys doing? Did you guys have a good New Year's Eve? Like, I think I was a little confused because I was wondering, like, why don't people actually party on New Year's Day? Or, I mean, not even party. Like, how come we don't have, like, the things or events on on New Year's Day, but we have it on New Year's Eve? Like, I don't understand. Whatever. That's besides the point. Um, Yeah, so... I'm just excited to be here with you guys today, and I'm super excited for what the Lord has me talking about. Um, So I'm just going to get right into it because your girl is tired, and I know this is late. Like, I did not do well with my time management this week whatsoever, but y'all really pray for me because I will get it right. Actually, like... Actually, I'm just going to pray right now because I just need the spirit right now, Lord. Dear Jesus, I just thank you, Lord, for this opportunity, God, that you have given me, Lord, to share the words that you have put inside of me, Lord God. I pray that you just speak through me, Lord Jesus, anything that you would like for me to say, Lord. I pray that I yield myself, Lord, and make you come forth, Jesus. In your precious name, I pray. Amen. Okay, so today, y'all, we're going to be talking about testimony, okay? We're going to be talking about your testimony and how your testimony is not only significant to you, but can help so many people and yourself in the same way. So where I got this from, in Luke chapter 8, verses 26 through 39, um, it's a story about how Jesus is restoring a demon-possessed man. So I'm just going to read it for you guys. This is the NIV version, just so y'all know. Um, They sailed to the region of the Gerasenes. The Gerasenes? However y'all pronounce it in the Bible, that's how y'all pronounce it. That's y'all own ministry, Um, which is across the lake from Galilee. When Jesus stepped ashore, he was met by a demon-possessed man from the town. For a long time, this man had not worn clothes or lived in a house, but he had lived in tombs. So for a long time, this man had been in this state that he was in. Um, when he saw Jesus, he cried out and fell at his feet, shouting at the top of his voice, What do you want with me, Jesus, son of the most high? I beg you, do, don't torture me. For Jesus had commanded the impure spirit to come out of the man. Many times it had seized him, and though he was chained hand and foot, and kept under guard, he had broken his change and had been driven by the demon into solitary places. So that is crazy. Like, because he had the demons inside of him, the demons, like, drove him to be by himself. Like, that's so crazy how, like, that could literally be us. Like, the demons are driving us to be by ourselves. Like, have you guys ever, like, done something bad? sinned or whatever like intentionally sinned whatever it is and you just feel the need to be by yourself like you don't want to be around anybody you don't want anybody to know and I kind of feel like that's what 
demons do. Like once they feel they have a foothold on you, they're going to make you think that you need to be by yourself when honestly, that's the time where you need to be in communion the most. So it goes on verse 30. It says, Jesus asked him, what is your name? Legion, he replied, because many demons had gone into him and they begged Jesus repeatedly, do not order them to go into the abyss. A large herd of pigs was feeding there on the hillside. The demons begged Jesus to let them go into the pigs and he gave them permission. When the demons came out of the man, they went into the pigs and the, the herd rushed down to the steep bank into the lake and was drowned. When those tending the pigs saw what happened, they ran off and reported this in the town and the countryside and the people went out to see what happened. When they came to Jesus, they found the man from whom the demon had gone out sitting at Jesus' feet, dressed in his right mind. So he took somebody who was demon-possessed, hadn't worn clothes for years, hadn't been in his right mind for years, and he's sitting, chilling, clothes on, right mind, having conversations, all this, and they were afraid. Mm, That is a word. That is a word right there. Like People could be so used to how you used to be that they're scared of who God has created you to be. Like, where God is telling you to step into, they're afraid. They're afraid of this new person that God has made you to be. Whoa, come on, Lord. Just make them scared. Uh, those who had seen it told the Lord, told the people how the demon-possessed man had been cured. Then all the people of the region of the Gerasenes asked Jesus to leave them because they were overcome with fear. They were scared because Jesus was out here delivering people like, it's crazy when, oh, this is so good. Okay, so it's crazy how other people are seeing things happening in your life. They are seeing Jesus do amazing things in your life, but because they don't recognize what it is, they're scared that it's something that it shouldn't be. God is about to do something crazy and powerful and wonderful in your life, but everybody else around you is scared because they don't know that it is God, that's actually doing this stuff in your life. Like, that's crazy. So he got into a boat and left. The man from whom the demons had gone out begged to go with him. See, because the Je- Jesus was leaving him with these people who were scared. Like, Jesus was leaving him in a place of... Like, my man was not trying to be with these people who didn't believe, you know, that God was doing these things for him. So he t- asking Jesus, um, can I come with you, please? And Jesus like, no. Jesus sent him away saying, return home and tell how much God has done for you. So the man went away and told all over town how much Jesus had done for him. Now, this man who was demon possessed and hadn't been in his right mind for a long time, all these things was cured in his right mind going around telling people what Jesus had done for them, done for him. And if you like think about that and how crazy that is, like now, because he had been cured of that, because he knows the power that Jesus has, he'll never let another demon get a stronghold on him. I I feel like if a demon were to even try to step to him, he would like, oh, do you remember the last time? Like, do you remember when Jesus came and he said, get out and y'all went into them pigs? Like, do you remember that? Because I remember that. I remember that part of my testimony. So 
that really just sparked in me to talk about the testimony, our testimonies and how our testimonies can help people. Like the Lord really just gave me like three points, sort of not points, but sort of kind of points to talk about. Um, but first I just want to give like a little bit of my testimony. Um, as the show goes on, you will be able to learn more about me and my testimony and everything. Um, so I grew up in Illinois. I sort of kind of went to church when I was little. Um, but I wasn't a part of a family who like all went to church. It was more like they would send us to church. Um, there was a church, First Baptist Church or Faith Baptist Church. It was a Baptist church and it was in the next town over and they had a, a church bus and they would come around and they would pick everybody up, take everybody to church on Sunday morning and bring everybody back. So this was a time where we still had, you know, Sunday school and everything. So we would be at church from like nine to like 12. Um, and then we would get home. Um, and as I grew up, things took a left turn and I stopped going to church and I started hanging out with my friends and doing really whatever I wanted to. Um, one time I moved to Minnesota when I was in ninth grade. Um, I still hadn't been to church since I was like 12. And by this point I was like four, well, since I was like nine, 10, I want to say 10, 10, because then junior high school is when I stopped going to church. Um, and this was ninth grade. So junior high school was seventh and eighth grade. So at ninth grade, I moved to Minnesota and, um, from ninth to 11th grade, I did not go to church whatsoever. Um, and then 11th grade, a girl invited me to, um, a all girls Bible study. And I remember this, like it was yesterday. Like, this is a huge part of my testimony of me coming to God. So I, she invited me to this Bible study, this all girls Bible study. And I went. Um, and this was just in the next town over. She invited me and all the girls who were there, the young ladies that were there, all had like such brightness, such joy. Like I was so confused as to why these girls were so happy and loving towards each other. They wanted to hang out. They wanted to be friends. They wanted to talk about Jesus, all this stuff. And I was just confused. Like, whoa, why are they so happy? Why, is it, why are they so this and that? And it kind of made me like envious and like, I wanted to do that. I wanted to, to have that joy. I wanted to be able to walk around with honestly just smiling and laughing. Like I really, really wanted that. And so I remember distinctly, um, we had a new year's Eve. Come Lord, just how is this working? New year's Eve. I'm talking about new year's Eve. It was just new year's Eve. Come on, God, like praise God. So we had a new year's Eve service and, um, the woman who was leading, she was talking about Ephesians 3.20. So she was talking about, you know, Ephesians 3.20, God can do immeasurably more than what you asked for, which is a, a really key verse in my life overall. But she's like, I want you guys to write down the things that you would like God for, to do for you this year. Um, and literally shoot for the stars because he want to give you the stars plus the other planets. Like he wants to give you more than what you asked for. So ask for a lot. Like don't limit yourself based on your own thinking, but know who Jesus is. So I'm like writing everything down and everything like that. Like, Lord, I want this. I want this. Praise God. So after that, this is, this is like a pivotal moment in my life. After that, I had went um home and 
I literally just sat and I was just like, Lord, like whatever it is that you want me to do to become a better person, to become a better child of God, to be able to um, live in the ways that you want me to live. Just let me know. Let me know, God. And so I, I lay down and in my head, I just keep hearing first Peter, first Peter, first Peter. And I was like, no, I'm probably just tweaking. And then it was like audible screaming, like first Peter, first Peter, first Peter, first Peter, first Peter. And I'm like, okay, let me just get up and figure it out. What it is that, what is first Peter? So I literally picked up my Bible and I like turned to first Peter and I opened the page. And as soon as I looked down, it was first Peter chapter two. And it said, therefore, rid yourself of all malice and deceit, hypocrisy, envy, and slander of every kind. Like newborn babies crave pure spiritual milk so that by it you may grow up in your salvation. Now that you have tasted that the Lord is good. So I'm in my room. Like, whoa. Jesus. What is this? Like, I was really shook. Like, I just prayed for this and it happened. Like, this is crazy. I thought I was tweaking. So I'm calling on my friends like, yo, I just prayed. Like, I pray this. And then Jesus said, open your Bible to First Peter. And I did. And this is what it said. And like, he want me to crave him. Like, he want me to get rid of all this stuff. Like, I want to grow in my salvation. Like, come on, God. Like, it was so good. And all uh, that was happening. Praise God. So every time that I... This this pivotal part of my testimony of this happening the very first time that I heard from God, I remember in those times where I feel like I, I'm not hearing from God. If I am going through a dry season or a rough season and I'm like, the Lord's just not talking to me, like he hasn't been talking to me. Or if the devil tries to put Lies in my head like he was never talking to you before. I'm like, no, because I definitely remember first Peter when I asked God to do that and I opened my Bible and it said this, like I remember that 110%. So the first thing that I want to talk about is your remembering your testimony builds your faith. It builds everything inside of you to believe in God more. Like I remember, you know, there was a time in my life where I struggled with homosexuality, addiction to porn, all these things. And I never thought that I would, I thought that this was something that I would just always struggle with all the time. And one morning when the Lord was telling me to fast, I was like, okay, sure. And the craziest thing happened. And this was like my very first time ever fasting. Like I had never fasted before. And so I like decided, you know, I'm going to fast and I just want to, you know, pray that the Lord just remove things from me that isn't of him. And the Lord really just put into like my spirit to be praying for me having homosexuality tendencies and my addiction to porn. And so I go to a Christian school and I, we had worship. I went up, I started worshiping or whatever. And then the Lord told me like, you, you need to get prayed over right now. 
And so I went over to my best friend, Ebony, and she started praying for me. No, first, first, before that, before that, the Lord had told me that I needed to disclose to, you know, the people that I trusted that, you know, mentor and and help guide me in my spiritual relationship. Um, like I needed to reveal that to them because I had been keeping this a secret and I hadn't told anybody. Um, and the devil loves secrets and Jesus has none. So I had to put that out there that I was struggling with these things. And so I went to chapel and he was telling me to get prayed for. And my best friend obviously started speaking in tongues, praying over me. And in that moment, I lost complete control of my body and my body started throwing up, but there was nothing coming out. And like now looking back on it, it was like a spiritual throw up. Like I was getting cleansed of these things, these things that I had been struggling with for years and years and years since I was 10 years old, 11 years old at the age of 20 was coming out of my body to the point like I was gagging like honestly on the stage like if you was outside looking in look you would be you would have been afraid like you would have been scared like what's going on with this girl just like it happened in luke when those people were scared and fearful when this guy was healed of demonic possession and so now because of that because that happened to me because that's a part of my testimony I have way more faith in things that I didn't have faith in before. I know that the devil's going to try to tempt me with these things and tempt me to do this and tempt me, tempt me to watch porn and tempt me to do all these things. But I remember back to that moment. No, Lord, because you have cleansed me and healed me of that. You have delivered my body from that. So I'm not going to go back into those tendencies. The devil's not going to have a foothold on me again. And that really most of that came from me wanting to break generational curses and that's a whole nother episode in itself so it helps you build your faith it helps you through the hard times like i talked about earlier like when i'm going like when i was going through a rough season a dry season and i thought that god wasn't talking to me i remember the times that god did talk to me so that i could reassure myself that yes god is going to speak to you you just have to be patient you just have to wait on him and the last thing is God is going to help others by you remembering your testimony, by you remembering where you come from, by you remembering what it is that the Lord has brought you through. That's going to help other people. And I didn't realize that myself. I didn't realize like my testimony was essentially going to help other people in their walk with Christ. And this became very apparent with me to me when, um, I went to this organization called Treehouse and I met this girl there and she reminded me so much of myself. She reminded me so much of myself because she was really quiet when she was younger and her sister was really loud. So she was kind of like the shadow of her sister, which I knew that for 110%. I'm the middle child. I am the queen of shadows. Okay. So I started talking to her. And, you know, she was telling me all these things that she was going through. And I'm like, whoa, I went through all these things, too. And it made me realize, like, whoa, I'm not even in that space anymore. Like, I'm not even in the place of me still going through those things. So I could easily just help her. Like, I know you're not me, 
but we serve the same God. And you're going through these things right now. And I went through those things. And as you can see from my life, from my testimony, from what where God, what God has done for me and where he has brought me, you can see that God is faithful and God is a deliverer and a healer and a provider. And he can do all these things for you that you didn't think he was going to be able to do. Like, I love meeting people who have crazy stories to see and build my faith on their stories. Like, whoa, the Lord did that for you. Like, if he did that for you, I could only imagine the deliverance he could bring to my life. Or he did that for you. I can only imagine the deliverance that he can still bring to you. Like, it's just crazy. I just want, like, for this year, for the entire 2019, to just remember our testimony. To remember where we came from. To remember those things. Now, I'm not saying hold on to the, hold on to those things that happened to you bad. Um, but to remember like, whoa, the Lord really brought me out of that situation. And especially when times get tough and when times get hard, like you're able to look back and see like, whoa, the Lord really did this for me and, and helped me navigate through this. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Um, so yeah, that's. All I really have for you guys today, um, so it's a bit short, but that's okay because listen, the Lord can say the same thing in a few words as he can in a lot. So praise God for that. Um, yeah, I invite you guys to listen to the other episodes, um, and to follow the podcast on IYJ podcast on Instagram. Um, or you can follow the Facebook page at it's your journey podcast. Um, I would love for you guys to just. DM me questions or anything um, that you would like to hear. Um, I'm totally open. I do have some things planned up um, as far as like other people coming on to record with me. So I'm super excited for that. Um, This month is just going to be really busy for me. Actually, the next like three months are going to be busy for me um, because I'm getting ready to go to Africa. So praise God for that. Um, Amen. So I'm just going to pray us out and I hope you guys have a great rest of your week and weekend. Dear Lord, um, honestly, just thank you for our testimonies, God. Thank you for allowing us to even be able to remember, Lord, the things that you've done in our life, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for, um, for taking us, Lord, from where we used to be to where we are now, Lord. I pray, Lord, that we can use our testimony as a powerful weapon, Lord, against the enemy when he tries to attack us, Lord Jesus, or attack those around us, Lord God. I pray this all in your precious name, Lord God. I pray for safe travels this week for everybody. In your precious name I pray, amen. I got some scars, but I'm still alive. In spite of calamity, he still has a plan for me, and it's working for my good, and it's building my testimony.